Greetings, everyone, and welcome to season two of Rolling with Disadvantage. Two times! The D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And I'm just lost in the sea of blackness that is life. Experiencing an existential Existential crisis. Existential crisis till is here. There you go, existential crisis till. Call that the ECT. ECT. You need to scream into the void, my friend. You down with ECT? Yeah, you know me. If you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue and debate and scream into the void. I, I don't have it. About I, various aspects I, of d I'm so just dead. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast or emailing us at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back. Would you rather be dead or undead? Dead, 100%. Yeah, right. There's a line in Futurama where somebody's talking to Bender and they're like, what about the afterlife? And he says, if I thought I had to go through another whole life after this, I'd kill myself right now. And I experienced like stereotypical millennial, why am I still alive? Just fuck it. Dude. No, I'd rather be way dead than undead. I mean, if I didn't know I was undead, who cares? It doesn't matter. But if I had like some semi-consciousness, like a ghoul or a a revenant or something, I don't want to do that. I could be a vampire or a lich. What kind of vampire? That's the question. You know, like the like the cool kind of vampire. Like, so you can't go out in the sun right. proper. Yeah, vampire, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're Blade. Yeah. No, no, he's a he's a daywalker. Yeah, he, oh, he's, he's a, a vampire. Va- he's a half vampire. He's still a vampire. He's a half vampire. He drinks blood. That's and like he's saying half orcs are orcs. They're also human. No, it doesn't say half human, half orc. It says half orc. Oh yeah, what's the other something half? Else. Goliath. Could be. <laughs> that would actually make some sense. Half Triton, half orc. Yeah. Half Kenku, half orc. Yeah. <laughs> feathery, just a feathery orc. Or just a green, like little bird. They should. You should honestly. Uh, we should have a whole bunch of cute. No, I can't. I need it. Don't put it in the trash right here. Um, we should have a whole bunch of subspecies of things. Half half elf, half other thing that's not a human. I f- they used to do that. There were templates for all kinds of shit back then. Oh, day. yeah, third edition. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Those we had, talk about how great badly. third edition was a lot. Um, but this is basically a, a show where we just fuck around and talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, not live mm-hmm, play. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for live play, you've come to the wrong place. Nope. I thought about uploading some audio. Didn't. So I still think that could be a, a format that we do every once in a while. Like, yeah. like we do just like a little segment, like like five, ten minutes, and then we discuss it. Well, let's just recap. What have we done over the summer in terms of Dungeons and or Dragons? So, uh, I believe... We finished our campaign. I believe that before our uh, season one ended, yeah. I was still playing. I was still DMing on Mondays. Yeah. I don't think that ended yet. That ended. Yeah. As as epically as it should have, with everyone dying. Perfect. TPK. Uh, you know, that was a tough fight, and they did very well. Um, there wasn't much they could have done differently, but there were a few things, and those few things were the difference, and that's that's a deadly encounter right there. Deadly encounter. It's, it's the difference between doing everything right and everything going right and rolling well, and, you know, it's going to be very tough. You got to, you know, it, that requires, and actually this is something I want to talk about, a lot of tactics a lot of pre-fight discussion going into it, like, you know, if, this, plan. if the yeah, if this person goes down, who's going to pick them up? If that person can't do it, who's the backup? You know, things like that. Well, yeah. So you completed your campaign. Yep. Um, and then we started playing a new one. Where and I'm you a are PC not now. the dungeon master. I am not. I get to play. And you are playing what? 
Uh, in that one, I am a long-tooth shifter barbarian uh, named Urs. Like Ursa? Like Ursa. Mm-hmm. He is a he is a bear person. He's a were- he worships Balador, the werebear lycanthropic god of so goodness and awesomeness. I'm mad at you because you reject werebeardom so often. And now I'm a shifter. When I'm not around, yeah. Uh, we finished our other campaign with the elves. I wonder if a shifter could become a werebear. And uh, it was good. It was real good. It was real good. Great ending. The ending was the ending was different than normal because it wasn't like a big world ending scale. It was just like a just this is it. Yeah, yeah. So we we ended we know the episode before we finished. Yeah, the there world was a, there was thing. an epilogue. And no, we but we finished we did the world ending thing. The we beat the stone people. There's no more. They're yeah, gone. they're dead. And then we had an epilogue. Removed. Now are they removed from existence? That's my question. You guys basically snapped them. You wished them away. Yeah, but so they existed in history. Like people will remember them yeah, if they look. Yeah, you remove them from okay. history. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's that's important. And then you had an epilogue session where your villain you were working with turned on you and you fought him. Yes, yes. Our and what, what did he turn out to be? He was a mind flare lich. Yeah, a litholich. A litholich. Which is super powerful. BT dubs for anybody listening who wants to try it. It's insane. Okay. Yeah, a litholich. Insane for one reason. Mm-hmm. Legendary action, mind blast. Yeah, it recharges mm-hmm. and uses mind blast. Yep. I uh, which is I absolutely s- insane. I spent the entire fight frozen. Yeah, you guys the f- first fight you fought him, and you you really only lived by my grace Graces, of God because yes. I wanted to have a, a, a follow up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he literally just kept you frozen the entire time. Yeah, you could have eaten my brain. Could eat in your brain. At every opportunity. It was a heroic sacrifice by Nom Nom. Nom Nom. Uh, but I, I recommend anybody who wants a real challenge for their players to use the Lithilich because it's it's ridiculous. Because yeah. it saves their constitution saves and intelligence saves. Mm-hmm. And nobody nobody really specializes in that. Rogues. Barbarians. Fighters. Do con and... Uh... Specialize in bull. Oh. Con and charisma? So, no. Con intelligence. Oh. So yeah. a, a monk. Con intelligence? There, no. Well, monk, yes, gets everything. Uh, and artif- paladins get bonuses to them. Artificers have Art- con intelligence. Artificer. 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 So that was fun. Or artificers. And then we had uh, you fought a dragon just because. Roselix. You got to fight a dragon. I'm, I was really kind of upset that Roselix died. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Why do you? Yeah. Why do you think she died? So dead. Hmm. Gone from this world forever. It's weird that you think that. It's real weird. It's real weird that you Drowned. think that. Um, and what else did we do this summer in terms of D and D? Let's see. We had uh, Jay Money did a little some some. We did a part of a, a which was good. A, a fresh DM doing a one shot. Yeah, no, turned into good. a two shot. Didn't it? No, no, one shot. That was a different. That was yeah. my Monday group. We did a one shot that turned into a two. Yeah, shot. we did a one shot of, of a character of a player of ours doing a DMing and a fresh all homebrew. Dungeon crawl, real good. Yeah, very, very solid, good. very mm-hmm. good. And other than that, we just are going to start a new campaign next, tomorrow. Oh we're, well, we're, not when this is airing, but the day after we're recording this. Yes. Uh, so a new DM. Yes. Doing the Lost Minds of Fandelver. Mm-hmm. I've never done it before. I've not done it, but I am very familiar with it, uh, as many many groups have done it online. Um, it's been talked about because it was the first one, you know. So anyone yeah. that's anyone that's uh, played Fifth Edition since the beginning has heard of it. If you have not played it twenty times, I luckily have not played it. I'm just uh, uh, familiar with it in 
small ways. I know uh, essentially what certain groups have done in the past uh, in live play sessions, but I have no knowledge at all. I'm very excited to see what this group does. I will, I, I, I will in no way influence. I'm very excited to see what happens. So to be honest, we had a pretty D and D light summer. We did. Yeah. yeah. We really we finished our campaign. There's been a, a break. You know, mm-hmm. we we started one one shot, and we're starting a new campaign this week. Yep. But we had a pretty D and D light summer, which is surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, have, people haven't been around. Yeah, people have been traveling. Yeah. There's other stuff to do. Yeah, life, man. Life, man. Shit happens. But uh, and then I think after you finish any long campaign, it's good to take a break. You don't want to jump into another campaign immediately because I feel like that's how you get burnt out. Yeah. And that's been part of it is I told everybody, I'm not going to DM the mm-hmm. next campaign. Somebody has to do this. Yep. And nobody was doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we're not playing. We're not playing. Yeah. Like, see how this works? We're not, see how we're not playing? Because mm-hmm. none of you have done anything. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're doing it now, which is good. I'm and I'm working on something, but it's the idea that I have is not a long campaign. It's like yeah, I'm, six, seven sessions most. Of course, I'm thinking about writing stuff, but I just yeah. don't want to DM right now. Yeah, I want to make a, so, I want to make a globe of my map. Like I want to make a physical globe. I just I've never done something that wasn't like a campaign. So I'm I'm writing this, and I, I have it pretty much all done. But I'm like. How do I make this into more? You don't. So. Yeah, you just don't. Like, okay, this this is probably going to go to level 10, yeah, and then yeah, we'll be done. We'll see. And somebody we'll else see. can pick it up from there I'm, or whatever. I'm working on it. So something else that happened this summer, and we, you know, we, I texted you about it. Yeah. Um, we can get into this? It's, yeah, we're just gonna, we'll spend 10 minutes on okay. it. It's not that long of a thing. But I want to talk about a, a recent interaction of possibly adding a stranger mm-hmm. to our group. Stranger danger. Yeah. So in recent memory... We've played with the same people. Yep. And we had added one guy in from who was a coworker of a longtime player of mm-hmm. ours who we all kind of knew mm-hmm. um, and learned to love. Yeah. And now he's leaving us. Leaving. Because he's the worst. And the best of what he does. Yeah. He's leaving us. He's and- the Wolverine of finance. <laughs> okay, bub. Yeah, exactly. So I was at Petco. Where the pets go. Where the pets go. We're not getting paid for this. We should. And the cashier, a young woman, she's like, um, "Nice tats, bro." No, she just said, "Do you play D and D?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, Did she like, see your tats? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not wearing sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Fun point. Um, and I have a counterpoint to this actually. Fun point. Uh, do you want to tell them what your wardrobe consists My of now? My entire wardrobe this summer has been tank tops. All tank tops. Like I just nonstop. I put sleeves on the other day. I was like, "This is gross." So to counter that, I have bought a great deal of Hawaiian shirts that I'm going oh, to start wearing nice. whenever I'm around you. Nice. So she's like, hey, you play D&D? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, I like your tattoo. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. We're talking about how she doesn't like her current campaign, blah, 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 blah. So you're looking for players. I was like, oh, you know, sure. We'll, maybe we'll add you on. And I took her Instagram handle because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really know how to make new friends, first of all. And second of all, how to introduce a person into an already pretty well-established rapport mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of five people. Mm-hmm. Well, four now, but yeah. DM plus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, there's five of us. Yeah. We've got a thing. We do. We do. And there we is br- history. And we, we bring somebody else in there. It's It can be weird. We've done it once, occasionally. 
can be weird. Like, I agree. My wife will come in and, you know, whatever, which is I, fine. I concur. Can be weird. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll take your Instagram handle. We'll chat. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll bring you in to the, um, you know, the loop. And I feel like, and, and this is where you and I disagree, because I think right now, perfect time to bring her in. So I was I was just, you know, messaging her. She was, she was young, 22. She'd been playing D&D for about a year. Not that we're older or creepy. We're all 30 or about 30. Yes. Yeah. Late 20s, early 30s for all around. Yes. Uh, so not 40 or 50 out there trying to pick up 22-year-olds to play fucking D&D. So she would have been. Not that that's weird. It's a game, people. She would have been the youngest amongst us by a, by a not not significant margin. A sizable margin. With the least amount of D&D experience. Agreed. And theoretically the least amount of like experience with us. Right. Although I bet she, you know, has read the books at least. I have no proof of that. But still. Because I was, I was trying to engage her in conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is why I really ended up concluding she's not for our... Not going to work? It's not going to work. Oh, no. Uh, he was so excited about this. I feel so I bad. I wasn't excited. He was very excited, guys. Don't let him fool you. Because I would basically, I was just trying to get feedback. Her name was... I'm not going to say her name. Oh, yeah. But I was just like, okay, here's our game. You know, what sort of game are you looking for? Um, and she didn't really answer. She's like, oh, the one that we're playing just isn't catching my eye. Plus, I hate one of the girls playing with us. Okay. And she didn't really okay. answer any of my questions mm-hmm. or, like, provide content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would ask a question, mm-hmm. and she would just answer it. Okay. Done. And didn't say anything. Yeah. That's very common. This... So, like, did you go to, did, like, are you in school? No. Mm-hmm. How long you played D&D? About a year. Uh, next time we're playing, I put LMOP, Lost Minds of Fandelver. She asked what that was. She didn't know what it was, which is fine. Okay. Um, you do a lot of acronyms. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, everything, everything was just that. I was like, um, so what's your last character? Playing a barbarian. And then four hours later, do you like playing a barbarian? I haven't really got a chance to. A couple hours later, do you watch Critical Role? I don't know what that is. So it was really like not going She's anywhere. She's not contributing anything. She might, and that might be nerves. That might be that it's a stranger online. You know, there's a lot of things sure. that go into it. Sure. Um, but I'm not. I but it, I concluded that not going to work. Yeah, we're, we're, and your argument is this is a perfect time because we're starting a new DM and a new campaign. Mm-hmm. My contention is that I'm not going to take the risk on somebody new. Yes. Possibly spoiling what I'm hoping to capitalize on for the next year and a half. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you know if if our our next DM doctor is you know uh, intimidated by or nervous about or whatever a new person especially a young woman coming in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it could throw the whole thing off. Agreed. And I wasn't gonna take that. Risk. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Especially with somebody that's not as uh, uh, forthcoming or engaging in conversation. Like if it was somebody that was super outgoing and like. Very interested. I maybe it'd be different. Yeah. But in this situation, I yes. mean, to her credit, she she just straight up asked me like, "Hey, are, is this a thing you consider?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like I was totally taken aback by it. Um, just the the, the exchange. So maybe under it, different circumstances. Yeah, maybe if it wasn't like, "Oh, you're my cashier. I met you for two seconds, and then I got to spend this time finding out who you are." Or maybe like if you guys said, "Hey, let's play at." You know, uh, yeah. side quests on a Sunday right. for an hour and Not see how it goes. Join this new campaign, but this yeah. is explicitly a in-person D and D problem, mm-hmm. right? If you're playing like, if you're just doing a Discord campaign, like on Roll Twenty, it really is very, very common to be like, "Hey, strangers, yeah. I'm looking for I'm a in. group. 
great. But like in real life, there are snacks involved. There are addresses, addresses. involved. Addresses. Right? There are phone numbers involved. Yes. Um, and I, I personal didn't, information. I had is no exchanged. proof that she was not a serial killer. And you have had trouble with stalkers in the past. Oh, that also happened over the summer, but that's There's more. Yeah, no, I got a pair of slippers. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. We could, we, if yeah. you want to share, what you're talking about. No, it's fine. Um, so there's there's a lot of things, and I inevitably concluded now is not the time. That's maybe fair. later. That's fair. Right. Maybe for a one shot in a neutral location. Yeah, and that's and that was a big part of it. I wasn't I wasn't about to invite this person to your home, which is where we play the most of the time, really, on a on a gamble. Yeah. Okay, you know. that's fair. So that happened over the summer. Okay. So what are ideal conditions for bringing somebody completely new, a stranger, into that's a session? That's the thing, right? Like bringing a stranger to a live play session like how very much challenging. Ch- do you have to hang out with this person in the real world for a while? Do you have to actually play the game with them or another game with them? Like, How much do you need to know How much about a person? How much do you need to feel them out before you say, yeah, Come join this. I would, I in a perfect world, you have an existing relationship with them, okay. whatever that relationship is. Mm-hmm. Maybe your coworkers, coworkers, maybe your friends, friends. Maybe you, maybe you actually encounter them at the Petco more than once. Ah. Like you have a rapport and a relationship and something to go off of, so you can either judge, oh, okay, no, yeah, yeah, sure, I, I know you well enough that this is gonna work, as opposed to like, oh, I have no fucking clue who you are. I'm actually a bit surprised by the fact that she was willing. To engage you in conversation at the Petco. Yes. But then once you guys are just talking yes. casually, eh, there was nothing. So I I feel like there had to have been some nerves involved with talking online with a stranger. Cause that's Which cool. is the opposite of like normal humans. Yeah. Like normally you have nerves in human person and not yeah. so much. And when you're anonymous or, you know, just talking online, it's like, yeah. you know, they, where are they? They're a million miles away. Who gives a fuck? You know? Right, exactly. And Which I think is also part of the reason why people are more willing to play with, I'm going to put air quotes, you can't see them, strangers on the internet because you have less inhibition about being weird. Yeah. they All they can see is your face. They don't know where you are. They don't know anything about you. Right. If, if the first time you hung out with somebody in person, you spent 80% of the time pretending you were someone else, mm-hmm. which is what D&D is. And dating. And, oh, well, okay. Uh, you know, but friends, not dating. Yeah, that's not necessarily a groundwork for friendship mm-hmm. because they're experiencing you in a very limited costume capacity. Yep, dating's an interesting thing. Yeah, it is very much like that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, because I'm like I'm gonna put on my my character I, costume. I, I'm this is my real this costume. Is, this is the best me. I'm gonna put my best foot forward, new person. That way, you get a good experience. And hopefully you do the same. Oh, really? So going and into a and d or a date, we should just half-ass. Like, this is what you get. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, after maybe the sixth sense session, you're like, yeah, fuck it. We all have inside jokes now. So I'm sure that other people have had more success than this. Because um, in my my limited experience, we've, I've only had a few sessions of playing with someone brand new. Mm-hmm. You were dating a girl who we played with one time. It was hilarious. She, she, Which time was that? Uh, the zombie Real life campaign where she she was, plays she, she plays yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she yeah. yeah she plays D and D but yeah. I didn't have any clue who she was yeah. um or like my wife will play she doesn't really play she's not a stranger but I have an existing relationship but she doesn't really play D and D and you know that's really it so my Monday group I was a complete stranger to yeah. all of them exactly yes this I is just, why I thought I you'd have good hopped, insight I just hopped on in and started playing with them but I'm very outgoing uh and I have a you know familiarity with the game. 
Um, and you played in public. Yes, most of the it, time. I, yes, I, I've played. Oh uh, yeah, we haven't played online in years. No, but I'm saying you didn't play in somebody's house. Oh yeah, no, we we were playing uh, when we first started. We played in a public location with a bunch of other people. You know. Each week, um, and the other thing was, is it was weekly, so you got familiar with people quickly. You developed rapport quickly. Right. It wasn't like you met somebody and then two weeks later you saw them again, and then two. E- it was much faster in developing that relationship. I think if everyone. I was gonna find, if I was gonna like, if I was truly recruiting a new person, mm-hmm. I would go to a public D and D session over and over again. We tried. Do you remember that? Yeah, we only found weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> Weird people. And it's inconvenient. That place is inconveniently located. You know. Well, hey. Opening up it's not val- too... F- <laughs> it's a very long way away. It's for you. For you, too. No, I it's not that far I, for you. I get my hair cut there. Huh. <laughs> well, you do travel for your haircut. It's 20 minutes. I travel the same distance to get here that I get do to get there. Oh, well, I'm way worth it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. We're having an argument. Yeah, we're, which is literally what this show is about. So we should have it on the air at least. So background: uh, we're starting new campaign, making new characters. First of all, everybody fucking decided what their characters were, and you all are useless. There was no group discussion. It was just, I'm a fighter, I'm a wizard, I'm a sorcerer. Oh, I guess we need a healer, Tyler. Whoa, whoa, Way to go, guys. Whoa, 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 I'm coming for everybody. At, at Jesse, back, at Till, back it up, at... Back it up, back it in. Okay, now let's hold up. Fuckers. I put my character out there for the exact purpose of trying to figure out what everyone else is doing because no one was saying shit. Everyone was just cracking jokes the entire time. And I was trying to show that I'm putting a serious foot forward for somebody that's trying to we seriously We all know DM. you put seriously foot... You put your feet forward seriously. Yes. We all know that. Yes, so... But, but you... So I'm. This tr- isn't about you. No, it's not. But I'm trying to do that to show that, show the new DM like, hey, we're we're I, I, obviously yeah. we're having fun, but we're gonna also take this seriously because I know that you're taking it seriously. Yes, this isn't about you. You take the game seriously. You you were a healer for a long time. I I'm not expecting it. you to be a healer. God, I loved it. So when I, I I would honestly do that again. So when you tell me, oh, I'm gonna be a fighter, Eldritch Knight's my goal. Fine, great, fantastic. But then everybody, I'm gonna be a wizard. I'm gonna be a sorcerer. As soon as that happened, I'm like, we're dead. I had a migraine in my face. We're dead. It's like, okay, well, I guess you can't have two arcane casters with a group that starts level one. We're gonna. You can't. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, oh, we're gonna die anyway, so I should just be a barbarian. And then I went to bed, and our our wizard player comes to me in a dream, in a dream, mm-hmm. and tells me that I should be cuckoo Jesus. Cuckoo Jesus. And I was like, Jesus. Like a person? He's like, no, a kenku, a bird. Cuckoo Jesus. So I woke up, told everybody, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a healer of some kind. Kenku. I had to get approval from the DM to be a kenku. Because we're only doing PHB material. Yep. Except for Cuckoo Except Jesus. for the kenku over here. So I'm a cleric, kenku. Um, which obviously limits me to, in terms of communication, I mimic other voices and sounds. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Yes. So I don't really have my own voice. Correct. I mean, I have a full range of words I've heard mm-hmm. so I can put together sentences. I don't even have to do noises. Mm-hmm. But it's very common for Kenku to just make sounds. Yeah. Like inst- if I'm feeling frustrated, maybe I make the sound of a dog growling or something. <laughs> right? So our argument where we started this three minutes ago 
is about having a soundboard. If you're a Kanku, have like a you know a fantasy soundboard set up with you know maybe like a dog growling or a uh, uh, you know lion roaring to intimidate people, you know things like that. I just feel like it's it's distracting because it would be me searching for. You should have sounds. it keyed up. You should have it keyed up, ready to go. You should have like five sounds that are like your go-to sounds. Yeah, but I experience a broader range of emotions than five. Do you? Not me personally, but Cuckoo Jesus does. <laughs> I do not. I, I don't think it would be distracting unless you say, okay, everybody, wait, I'm going to make a sound. That's different. If you say, you know, if you're just waiting for the time to use a sound, you're like, okay, okay. Now, and just interject like you're talking, I think well, that's totally normal. I've had limited success with soundboard in that when I was playing our former French campaign and I was Lassie, I used boom headshot a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was not really good. stupid. That was not good. Uh, but I was uh, I was quiet footsteps, the Kanku Ranger for your yeah, one I know. Shot. And we spent a lot of time with you like getting the wrong sound. Or no, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. You didn't, and you ended up not using it in the back half of the session because you just were like it was a fight. Just, the entire thing was a fight. Okay, not the entire thing. The entire back half of the session was fighting just, a giant red dragon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you not communicate during fighting? No, I don't think I said a word. See? There you go. That's your problem. Quiet footsteps. Well, I was a Kenku. I was worried. I had two fucking swords in a dragon's back riding the fucking thing. That was fun. I I don't know. I'll consider it, but I'm not fully on board with the soundboard Kenku. It's a very specific niche discussion of Mm -hmm. Kenku? Soundboards? Question mark? Yeah. Um, Because they're really the only ones... That would do that. That would do that. Yeah. Right? Maybe you could have a warforge with, like, beeping sounds or something. Mm, Or, like, just, like... You know, Mechanical, you know, oil the entire sounds. song "Reptile" by Nine Inch Nails just yeah. playing in the background. Instrumental only. Yeah, it's just that like it sounds like big steps. Because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the Kenku have a, qual- a a trait called mimicry, where they just are able to reproduce noises. Yeah, it's it's interesting like that they don't speak except without mimicry. Like like obviously they can speak, they can say words. I gotta tell you, it's really frustrating to me because. There's a quality here. It says expert forgery. Yep. You can duplicate other creatures' handwriting and craftwork. You have advantage on all checks made to produce forgeries or duplicates of existing objects. Mm-hmm. But you don't get proficiency with a forgery kit. Okay. I'm sorry. I would rather have proficiency with the forgery kit. Well, I mean, you can get that. How do I can't? I mean, have to take a background in proficiency with the forgery kit. But or, I'm racially or a class. Yeah, but I'm racially inclined to forgery, yeah. so why don't I get proficiency with the forgery kit? Because I think that requires some level of training. No, it's just in my blood. No, no, no. no. Being very good at it is in your blood, but using an actual kit, I think, is different. Like That's like that's saying fair. I'm a natural actor, but it doesn't mean that I'm good with costumes. That's a fair point that you make. Racism. I think this ceiling thing just broke. Yeah, I also think it just stopped suddenly. That's not good. Anyway, hopefully it doesn't fall on us. Well, it would be an electrical problem. Hopefully the house doesn't catch fire. Not my house, not my problem. That's what I was saying. Word. But they have... Save the cats! (laughs) My favorite part about it, and I'm very excited about, is that they can just mimic any sound Mm -hmm. and basically do a deception Mm -hmm. check with it. So it would be like, oh, uh, there's footsteps running down the hallway. And then that's my deception check. That's not me just yelling or something. <laughs> so in addition to having thaumaturgy as a cantrip prepared all the time to make my voice boom, I'll just make thunder sounds or something to scare people. Like, I am prepared. Okay. I am fully prepared okay. to be cuckoo Jesus. Okay. I have a pet rat named Peter. If I can get more, I'll get Paul. I'm working on my dominatrix voice personally. What's your um, 
Oh, and you can only use simple weapons, can't you? Yeah, I didn't take this, but I didn't take a divine domain that, that or has, a background that, that has, has anything. martial weapons. Yeah, that's why you're weapons. asking about the dagger. Yeah. yeah well, side note, I want to make two complaints about equipment. Oh wait, I'm ready for you. I have a retort. Go. My first complaint is that the spyglass costs a thousand gold. Okay, yes, I do agree with that one actually. A thousand gold. It does seem excessive, doesn't it? Second. There's only a dagger and a dart as finesse simple weapons. Yes, but there's also ranged weapons that are simple that you can use your decks for. Four of them, yeah. including the dart. Yeah. My point is this. I feel like the finesse property is something that should require extensive training to use. Like, using a rapier is not easy. Using it effectively, like, it, you need to be pinpoint precise to stab something with it and actually have it do something. So that's why I think that finesse should be a more martial weapon based thing. Interesting. Because I think that using a finesse weapon should require more training. I I. But like, by virtue like of using, using your decks, you're being f- finesse. But with but it. you should have to be, have some level of training in weaponry to use your decks effectively with a weapon. Dagger. Yeah. That, that that that's pretty. That's that's giving you one. They have to give you one that's simple in a melee weapon. Yeah, well, I look at this and I see like um, nothing. Nothing really comes. Nothing in this list. I still don't know why a short sword is a martial weapon. That one always confused that's me. That's pretty confusing. Yeah. But to be fair, I have a light crossbow. So. Oh, that's cool. It's a D8. Yep, I've got a rapier and a whip. I don't have sacred flame, so I'm gonna need the crossbow. You don't have sacred flame? No, I deliberately didn't take sacred you sick flame. Son of a bitch. I know you'd be frustrated by it, but I took um. I took light thaumaturgy and spare the dying. Like, how do you go into a session at level one without a damaging cantrip? I have a light crossbow. But I assume your wisdom's better than your dex. No, they're equal. <gasps> what? I get plus two dex for being Kenku plus one wisdom. Madness. And I did point by, so my stats suck. Hey, hey, that's the way it should be, man. Your stats should suck? I mean, at level one, yeah, a and little at, bit. At level, yeah, so at level one, I'm going to suck. I'll get another cantrip at level two. Or don't you, five or three, six. whatever. Whenever I, get, I don't have it up right now, I'll it's get another fine. cantrip. Maybe I'll add Sacred Flame. But my role in this party is not to be casting Sacred Flame. So, again, I don't think... I, I hope I hope that the sorcerer of the party decides to change and not be a sorcerer. Because one arcane member per fucking party. I'm going to be pseudo-arcane, but that's much later down the road. I really think he should be a warlock and just Eldritch Blast me. No, no. <laughs> Me or someone else? Oh, that was my topic. Fuck. Okay, before we got into our argument, I was thinking about a topic that I wanted to go into, and that oh, okay. is um, uh, uh, meme tropes for PC classes. Meme tropes for PC. See, I don't get. You you're on Reddit all the time. I don't do Reddit. Yeah, and the so constant. I don't know. Everybody these on the D and D subreddit can discuss how it's fucking stupid. It's just it's all just jokes and memes about how bards seduce everything, rogues steal from the party. Paladins smite shit and warlocks cast Eldritch Blast. Like, it's bo- It's almost boring. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And my, my, we can talk about it for five minutes, that's fine. Um, was, you know, how do you deal with somebody who's just leaning real hard into the meme of their character class? Of like, ooh, that's a red dragon, I seduce it. Take away its power. The dragon or the seducer? The seducer. How do you do that? Scar them, give them disadvantage on their fucking persuasion checks or something. But what if they went deep on these qualities? You're just gonna you're gonna gimp your player. Yeah, 
until they fucking figure it out. Figure what out? How to not be a douche. Why does that make them a douche? It's annoying as fuck to mm. do the exact same thing over and over and over and over. So Eldritch Blast Warlock? Is annoying as fuck. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Make everybody immune to force damage? No, take away his powers. Make his god mad at him. Which I think you've done. I did, sure. <laughs> it wasn't because he was Eldritch Blast. No, it was because he was not... But that, you know, that happens to Warlocks. You yeah. make a pact with some bad motherfuckers, and if you don't do what they want, they get mad at That's you. That's the thing that I think is annoying to, to people about these and why they make the memes about them is just that these four things that I bring up are like I've never really heard of Rogue from the party. That's weird. Rogue stealing from the party is a thing that people discuss all the time, like pickpocketing the, the party members. You no, know? I would never allow that as a DM. I did it once, and you were not the DM. You were the DM. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Without a campaign, I did it immediately. Yeah. You guys died that night. I wasn't that worried. Yeah, I know. I robbed him, and then he died. It was yeah. fantastic. But not because he didn't have the armor I stole. No. Um, I don't remember why you stole the armor. Because I wanted glamoured, studded leather. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so. <laughs> what my character would do. Oh God! <laughs> so that's you know. So your answer to oh, if my if my player is just memeing just their way, just talk to them. Same thing you do with any conflict. Just talk to them. Be like, hey guy, you know, I get you want to do this, but yeah, you're, you're I want to do this. You're having diminishing returns. I promise you. No, I'm having a lot of fun. It's going to get worse. It's what my and character worse. would do. That's fine, and you can try. You're ruining but my fun. I'm letting you know it's going to fail. Just heads up. I rolled you a can't twenty. Seduce it. I don't. I care. rolled a twenty. It's a skill check. So I rolled success. a twenty. That's not, a critical success. No, it's not. You know it's not. I seduced the dragon. You did not seduce the dragon. I, I sue it for you child seduce, support. You seduce the dragon, and it does terrible things yes. to you. Yes, that's that's the one that everybody's response is really easy. It's like, well, the dragon's a top, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, the 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 with the rogue, the, the warlock, Eldritch Blasty Warlock, if you highly, very effective. If you highly specialize and become very effective. Uber effective. Very effective. But there has to be more to what you do. Does there? Yes, 100%. Like, there's got to be more to the character than just, like, I've only played one Warlock, um, and I did, you know, obviously Eldritch Blast, you know, Agonizing Blast, I took that. Mm-hmm. And I took, because uh, I Warlock sucks. Eldritch Spear, so I had the Pushing. I had the range and I had the damage, um, but my character was a super crazy fucking cultist that did terrible things to yeah. people. Yeah. And I more so often, instead of killing people myself, convinced them to kill each other or kill their loved ones or paid them off to do such a thing. Like, oh, it was terrible. But it was much more than just Eldritch Blast, Eldritch Blast, Eldritch Blast. So you're generally just against, like, being, I'm going to use it again, a meme character. I, I've always preached, and people can listen to past episodes, be original. Be something that people haven't been. Do something different. Cuckoo Jesus. Cuckoo Jesus. Dominatrix Elf Lady. I feel like that one has probably been done not, quite a few times. Not by me, by it men, hasn't. By white men who are about your age. Not by me, it Over hasn't. Over the last 40 years, I would say, he's raising his eyebrows in like a really Groucho Marx creepy way. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Don't worry. And what is the benefit of being a dominatrix? Well, that it just explains... It's she's gonna be like one of those like you know girls that doesn't seem like it, but like whenever she gets in the so really you're just a sadist. It, yeah. Okay. Because the dominatrix thing implies there's a profession that people are paying her yeah, for. Yeah. No, it. my profession is whipping people for the military. Yeah. So you're just a sadist. Oh, okay. That works for me too. Yeah. I would just go with that. Okay. Right. Because there's not like I don't necessarily think that uh, dominatrix profession exists in this particular location. You have to talk to our DM about that. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry. I'm sure someone will hire me. You know, my character 
is probably going to get flogged at some point. There you go. <laughs> I, I will be a professional flogger for you. <gasps> if you sin today, buddy. Whoosh. Yes. And I've already, I've already worked out. So I have very low strength, very high dex. So, so if I'm trying to hurt somebody with the whip, I'll use the dex. If I'm just trying to, you know, give them a little fun, I'll use the strength. The whip's a finesse weapon? Yeah. Finesse reach, baby. See, reach. Now you're talking. Now yeah. you're talking my language, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Um, but the I you said something and uh, I'm gonna forget what it was. Fucking stupid. That doesn't matter. Alright, we talk we talk about a lot of things here. We're just kind of like fucking around in the first episode. So welcome back to the oh, show, I everybody. Been named Rihanna. Fuck. You can still be named whatever you no, want. We I've haven't played it. yet. I mean it's in my mind. I've already worked out a voice. Okay. Um Fuck. As usual. We learned and solved nothing because we weren't doing anything specific. It's the first day of school. We're on. Yeah, right. On, Welcome back to school, motherfucker. Uh, what's syllabus? We're on syllabus day. Oh, syllabus day is the woat. That's the worst of all time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found Cuckoo it. Cuckoo Jesus. Cuckoo Jesus because it's on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. Can and I say Google save Podcast. me Jesus at some point and you'll save me? Should I just be named Cuckoo Jesus? I think you should be named Cuckoo Jesus. Follow us on Twitter at RWB Podcast and feel free to send us topics you want to hear about or your D&D rants at RWD Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you next time. Till then. Thank you.